This week on the Indo Daily. People just trampled over me. Like nobody stopped to see this baby is on her own. I was found walking. Um, a fireman found me. It was a massive shock, uh, I think, to people um, in and out of the golfing world. Um, they appear to everyone as the golden couple. Find and follow us at all the usual spots and over on the Irish Independent website. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Lower and once you're in a Donald Donaldson, Lish, and the Fagoxian, I can hear Lower, Jeffrey, the Dinnerby. Me head will policy Shachtan, Ian Modigano, and they were in the start of her Leshnabaj Bugger shoot. Skilty, Fis, Turmi. Nimajigiri and Dram, Honyal, Ama, Tamajigiri, Munchen, Honyal, Esta. Shachtan, find us on all the usual podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of the Throw-In on All-Ireland Hurling Final Day. Well, Limerick have done it. They've won the three in a row, their fourth All-Ireland in five years. They beat Kilkenny 131 to 226 in a thrilling All-Ireland final today. Well, to talk about this game, I'm joined by John Milan and Michael Verney, who are at Crow Park. John, to you first, what a battle that was. The Lee McCarthy is going back to Limerick. Uh, what champions and what an All-Ireland hurling final that was. Sinead, I was doing the commentary and uh, one comment I said is, uh, whatever these guys were taking, I said, I want a bottle of it. <laughs> My car, uh, I mean, it, it took two teams uh, to uh, have a contest like we had today. And Kilkenny threw the kitchen sink at, uh, at Limerick today. And Limerick, like true champions. I mean, they came with all the answers in the Munster final. They came with all the answers uh, against Galway. They don't, they don't do panic. I don't know what it is with this Limerick team. You know, they're in the closeout games the last four or five minutes. Their game management was unbelievable uh, in closing out that game today. Just... We, we badly needed a, a good All-Ireland final and I think that's the best All-Ireland final we've had since 2014 and it was just, it was just, I was just delighted to be here to witness it and I was delighted to be, to be on commentary duties and to do with Paul Lodge. It was just, to witness the, the, the final we had was just unbelievable. Best All-Ireland since 2014, uh, do you agree with that, Michael? That was the final that immediately came to mind, Sinead, I have to say, yeah. Just so high scoring, um, like the wide count on both sides so low. Limerick had five in the second half, did four, did five in the first half. Kilkenny had four in the first half, six in the second half. The shooting efficiency is absolutely off the charts. And just when we're talking about shooting efficiency, like Garod Hegarty has scored 3-14 from play in three All-Ireland finals. The last three finals, he saved his best for last. Seven points in 2020, 2-2 last year, 1-5 today. And not just even on the scoreboard. He was just everywhere. He was central to everything good. Limerick did uh, just a phenomenal performance. Him and Kyle Hayes, brilliant in the half hour line. I think they got 113 from their half hour line. And Declan Hannon leading again from centre back. Uh, just, yeah, just a phenomenal team performance from Limerick. And just the know how and the smarts that they know how to get over the line when that game is there to be won. Kilkenny threw absolutely everything, played their part in a brilliant final. But Limerick just have it down the home stretch. David Reid, Conor Boyle and all these lads come on and contribute. Just a fantastic three in a row from Limerick. Yeah, essentially, John, where was this game won in particular, do you think? I've uh, only touched on it there. The half-hour, they were, they were immense. I mean, coming into this final, 
Tom Morrissey, Garrod Hegarty, they were fairly p- poor by their own standards in the semi-final. You know, Kyle Hayes really come of age in, uh, in um, the last couple of games of centre-forward. He was a slow championship. Todd Will O'Donnell was excellent in around that middle third. Really won an awful lot of dirty ball. Uh, you know, and even some 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 pass to play where there's Kilkenny players were charging. He, he, he stood his ground. I think the last one was it John Donnelly was going through. Was it John Donnelly was going through? He stood his ground and won a, won a, won a key three. But certainly touched like then. Declan Hannum was immense at centre back. And I think Dermot Burns, for me, I think he's uh, he's, he's captured the hurler of the year. I think he's going to be the first hurler of the year since 2009. And it's certainly touched on it there, the impact off the bench. Uh, Carl O'Neill, Connor Boylan, uh, Peter Case had a bit of an impact. But we're just witnessing uh, an, a dream team, an unbelievable team. They've secured a three in a row. It's four, four titles in five years. And uh, who's to say that they're going to... What, what's to stop them from, from doing the four in a row? I mean, when you think of it, a lovely gesture after the match uh, to bring Keane Lynch up to, 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 uh, to capture the, the Lee McCarthy Cup with, uh, with Declan Hannon. And a lovely moment before the match, two Ukrainian girls, two Ukrainian kids uh, brought out the Lee McCarthy onto the pitch. Um, ah, look, it was just a sellout in the end. Everyone was saying, you know, July, what way will the, will the final play out in July? I'll tell you, Sinead, if we get finals of that every year, they can have the final in July every year. <laughs> Sinead, well, just that like inch as well, like to say that Limerick can do what they have done this year without the two-time hurler of the year, the yeah. best hurler in the country. Like, that tells you everything you need to know about them. He's going to be back in tow. He's, he's hobbling around here on a crutch with a, with a boot on. Like I can't imagine uh, the pain he was experiencing this week, but even just to go up and collect the cup with Declan Hannon, and he'll be back in tow next year, and he'll be driving them on for four in a row. But to do it, to do the three in a row without him, it's, just, it's, you know, it's a serious, serious accomplishment, you have to say. You mentioned there kind of the, the fact the game is on in July, uh, John. Like, how, how much of a factor was the heat? Like, how hot is it there? The condition in these lads is just, it's just mm. off the charts. And, like, uh, you were looking on, I was saying, right, 45, 50 minutes, right, one team is definitely going to win. And to our credit, both teams, there was no let up. Um, probably a couple of key moments at the end, probably. TJ had an opportunity there at the end, probably. Possibly should have put the ball over the bar, tried to uh, try to orchestrate a goal. I think that would have brought it back, brought it back uh, level. Then Limerick, like two champions, went up and got the next uh, three three scores, um, and they closed out the game. Uh, but look, Kilkenny then, you know, they never went, they never went away. I, mean, I think they were five points up already, Limerick, and yeah, uh, I think uh, Kilkenny got the last two or three scores. But but, but you always felt like that, you know, even even a four or five point lead with Kilkenny. You know, you got to give him great credit, Kilkenny. I mean, any other team would have thrown in the towel. No, they kept chipping away, kept the scoreboard ticking over, got it back to two points. But they just, I mean, the ball went down into the, into the corner of the field. They're thinking in soccer terms, you know, it's a good place to have a ball. In GAA terms, most certainly not, but they just closed out the game and deservedly are three in a row, three in a row champions. Michael, because it looked like when Walter Walsh came on, I mean, he made a great impact when he came on. And then there was those two goals from Kilkenny, that point from John Donnelly after 47 minutes, leveled the game for the first time. Uh, but Limerick just, Limerick couldn't shake Kilkenny off, but Kilkenny couldn't get quite ahead either. But it did look like that, uh, that Walter Walsh um, substitution, him coming on, uh, that was really making an impact. Yeah, he had a huge impact. Uh, just got on a lot of, a lot of break balls. 
on the front foot a lot, put Limerick on the back foot quite a bit. Just you mentioned that John Donnelly point got them never yeah. the next three points. You know, they were all just come back with counter punch anytime uh, Kilkenny tried to come with sort of kind of a knockout blow. And it just it says so, so much of them, even to respond to the second goal, Fossey Jones goal in the when we talk, I think Limerick got the next two or three points there. I thought I, I thought he was brilliant today. Massacion, I thought he was. Yeah. I really, he went through and amounted the world even off the ball. Uh, what did he score? He finished with one-one. When you consider that he was taken off in the last game, and I, I think when you when you look back, I think he's definitely going to be an all-star uh, nomination. I mean, he had four-three coming into this match. He scored one-one today. I think he'll be delighted with his performance in the All-Ireland final today. You touched on it there, um, John, as well earlier. I mean, it is the mark of this Limerick team. They've come through the test this year. They had retested in the Munster final, in the All-Ireland semi-final. You know, Kilkenny kept coming for them today and just that composure was really impressive. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, for me, I think Kilkenny chewed a kitchen sink on today. They chewed a kitchen sink on. And it took, it took Limerick's best performance of the year to, uh, to win this title today. I mean, it took, uh, what, the score 131 in the end, was it? Unbelievable score! Like, like they, were, they had was it one seventeen, one seventeen at half time, and they were only they were only four points up at half time. But uh, their scoring efficiency today was was just was just off the charts. But I mean, they're down on the pitch there now as we speak, and they're so so relaxed. It's so calm. It's like you know, job done. They have to win. They have to win in four All Irelands in five years. When you think of it, it took Limerick all of a hundred years to. Uh, a hundred years before they won their, their last all earned in 20 years. They won four all earnings in a hundred years before they won their first one in, in 2018. Now they've won four all earnings in five years. It's just, they're just an incredible team and a joy yeah. to watch. John says there, you look down at them here and they're cool as a breeze. I know it's half an hour after the final whistle, but these guys are nearly programmed to win now at this stage. And that's so worrying for the chasing pack over the next four or five years. He was on a panel with Kieran Carey there recently. He said he thinks there's another seven years in this team and he sees no reason why they can't surpass the exploits of the Dublin footballers. And I tell you, you wouldn't back against them at this moment in time. Who stood out for you, lads, as, as player of the match? You mentioned their Groot Hegarty at 1-5 today, lads. I very hard argue with Groot Hegarty Aid. Not even from a scoring point of view. He was nearly at the heart of everything good that they did. Um, it, it was so fascinating to watch the Limerick puckouts. They'd be breaking into the middle of the field and then they'd all run different directions. And he always seemed to be in space. Paddy Deegan had a tough afternoon on him. Um, and even David Banchfield came in for uh, came in for the last 20 minutes and kind of kept him somewhat quiet. But Hegarty still had a couple of big plays. To me, probably Hegarty, Hayes alongside him, or maybe Declan Hannum for, for man of the match. But I just I just can't get away from Hegarty. It wasn't even on the goal. Here, here under the under the Cusack on the 21 picking up a ball he was here there absolutely everywhere phenomenal display. But, but you know but you know Sinead what was key for, for uh, Limerick today and it was very interesting what they done Kyle Hayes didn't play number 11 for the whole game he was constantly interchanging with uh, Garrod Hegarty Garrod Hegarty and Kyle Hayes were constantly rotating one to go at half or one to go in at number 11 and I think it kind of upset uh, Kilkenny in how, in how they set up from a Kilkenny point of view, albeit he didn't, uh, he didn't score from play, I thought TJ Reid was immense today. Uh, John, he, um, had his, he had his fingerprints on everything good that I mean, he did in the first half. I mean, he'd nine, he scored nine, nine, nine place balls. He set up two goals. 
another three three balls, cross field passes. They got three scores off, and I think Mullen got three of them. I would love to know how many how many scores he assisted for today. As 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 Fernie said, I'd say he was he had his hands on about 15, 16 scores. Yeah, oh, at least, yeah, at least, yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 John Michael was saying there about like you know this dominance, like it looks set to continue. I mean, this is again another warning shot to the challengers that Limerick are going nowhere. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, as Fernie touched on it there. You think of it, they've practically won the All Ireland without probably, probably their best player. I mean, that is just that's that's scary, scary. And when you think of it, like possibly at half time, they probably should have been more up at half time today. But when you think of it, Peter Casey only came over the last 10 15 minutes. You've Keen Lynch to come back next year. Uh, as very touching, a Cotton O'Neill will be a year older. The age profile of this team are all. 26, 27 years of age, they're only coming into their prime. So, yeah, for the chasing pack, it's 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 a scary thought trying to trying to trying to close that gap and trying to stop them from doing four in a row. And Sinead, if ever five in a row is going to be done, it's looking like this team are are, are going to push on and, and, and probably achieve that five in a row. We mentioned Declan Hannon there, obviously the first man to lift the Lee McCarthy Cup for the fourth uh, time. Incredible achievement, lads. We can't let this podcast go without mentioning John Kiley. Four All-Irelands in five years. What a manager. Yeah, just, I kind of wrote a piece last mon- Monday comparing the Kilkenny defeat in 2019 to Dublin being defeated by Donegal in 2014. And I don't know they had a think tank, him and Paul Connor down in the, the woodlands or Adair Manor or something like that after that game. But they've made themselves nearly impossible to beat then. And they haven't been in the championship since then. And they seem driven by that hurt. But heavy favourites coming into that game, they just have been totally driven by that. They had people back in Caroline Bird, associated about seven or eight. Now, Paul associated with five hours between Claire and Limerick. But he's the glue that holds it all together. You saw him seconds after him, giving it the big one to the crowd. Um, but he's, he's the glue that holds it all together and uh, just phenomenal. Imagine to say that they waited from 73 to 2008 to win one and now they've won four and five. Like, amazing, really. Last word to you, John. Yeah, no, look, I just think, I just think it's just a joy to be old. We're witnessing probably one of the greatest teams of all time. Look, now, now, the, now the target is, is to try and eclipse that, that great Kilkenny team. Um, and it, they're well on the road to it. I mean, three, four and five years uh, they're probably the first team, first team outside of the traditional tree to to win the to win the tree in a row, and uh, it's going to take a fair team, a fair effort next year if, if any team is going to stop them from doing the four in a row. Um, but look, they have everything is in place. You know, yeah, you know, JP was on the on the pitch in the aftermath. He's he's still down there now as we speak. Um, just a, an unbelievable backroom team, fantastic manager. Um, but look. This is a special, special group, group of players. And look, I think there's a massive, massive appreciation there from the Limerick fans. I think they, they, it was about three quarters of the stadium full of, of, of Limerick supporters today. It's just f- fabulous times to be a Limerick supporter. Um, fabulous times to be a Limerick player. Um, and what a couple of days it's going to be on Shannon's side over the next couple of days. Absolutely. What an All-Ireland final and what champions they are. Congratulations to Limerick, Michael and John. Thanks for that. Well, that's it for now. Join us tomorrow for an in-depth review of the hurling final with Will and Michael. They'll be joined by Eddie Brennan, Vincent Hogan and John Milan. Bye for now. This is an Irish independent podcast.